she possessed in the world. She slept in it, walked in it. It had become a kind of skin. In the bundle, a storybook, dilapidated, spine-cracked, and a canister of medicinal foot powder and a crumpled letter. The powder proved a waste of her last four cents. She suspects it is nothing but pestle-down chalk. She may as well rub in the cinders of the road for all the alleviation it brings. Sometimes, by moonlight, or when she pauses to rest, she takes out the storybook and riffles its pages. The feel of the flimsies Eliza finds comforting, more than the words stained onto them. Thou shalt not kill. I shall cause them to fall. Their carcasses will I give to be meat for the fowls. If you counted all the words in that thick rustling book, they would be fewer than the dead of the war. When it rained, she was drenched. On hot days, she burned. Time continued moving in ways she did not understand. A minute takes an hour on hard scrabble road, but a morning skitters by if you're resting. She counts as she walks to murder the road, and when even the sight of the trees becomes strange, as can happen in country you do not know, she finds herself inventing their names. Heart's Fire, Gallows Pole, Lovers in Winter, Magwitch, Hookbow, The Convict's Nails. She fashions little snares out of saplings and thorns. You can kill a wren that way, but there is no eating in a wren. There are days when the walking takes on the abstractedness of rhythm, when she feels, through the misting of pain and hunger, as though her feet are revolving the planet beneath her, turning it like a prisoner's on a treadmill, an eerie sensation. She is turning the world. Grufts of road dirt are matting her hair. Scrofula makes her tear at herself. Her fingernails go scrivening, scriggling, scratching, but the itch never truly recedes. Malnourished, sickening, through dream drifts, Memories. The plunk of a banjo calls to mind a good Friday. Gull calls, curtained Christs, the sizzle of gumbo. A pelican alighting on a black metal balcony, gulping at the hornets as they vex it. A widower, a creole, was her client that afternoon. He'd had his butler go into the streets to hire her. Je suis riche, said the rich man, by way of introduction. Ma table, c'est la meilleure du sud. He told her he loved her, would do anything for her, kept asking her to call him Mon Mari. He wanted her to ride him, wanted to kiss, wanted her wearing this wedding gown, wanted her from behind with the skirts about her flanks, wanted her to whisper, Je viens. The blemish around his finger, where his wedding band had been, where was the ring now, she wondered. Sweat stings her eyes. Her body is scalding. But she knows, for she learned at her mother's knee, that if you only persevere, your steps will prevail over any earthly road, no matter its hardness or the dangers by its edge, just as time, in its droplets of the unnoticed seconds, will eventually hollow away through your lifestone. Mother of Christ, star of the sea, Mary, my mother.
Pray for me. And the land unspools like a painted diorama, and on she lurches through the foddery air, through dreekings of rain, then hurtful heat, and clouds of fly-filled pollen, past squadrons of veterans limping home from the slaughter, past bummers roasting rabbits on the jags of broken bayonets, past burnt-out barns and ransacked villages, and meadowlands blooming with improvised crosses, by smoke-scorched mansions and the rubble-stones of homesteads, through Atlantics of head-high wheat. It is I, Eliza Mooney, saw the works of the Lord, and I saw the hand of his enemies. There are men strung together like beads in the meadows. Who can they be? Surely not slaves. There are no slaves anymore in this magic.